Hello, and welcome to the best belly ache of your life, Legends of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. These are your hosts, Tic Tac Tony Trove and <laughs> Jelly Belly Johnny Zito. Tic Tac. I'm Brian Bon Bon Beerman, helping out on engineering duties. You might be wondering, why do these guys have such explosive blood sugar? (laughs) Well, in addition to being Philadelphia natives, Tony Trove and Johnny Zito have a little t-shirt business, South Fellini, that focuses on Philly culture and Mm in-jokes. Lots of times, customers will ask us, would the trick-or-treaters prefer candy or loose cigarettes? They call them Lucy's. (laughs) (laughs) Or they want to know which houses give out drug-laced candy. Oh. So we decided to start this podcast as an easy explainer for new Philadelphians and a pressure for the old heads. The city fascinates and excites us, so we're hoping to share that with you. Well, like I always tell people, uh, if uh, if you know where they're giving out the free drugs and candy, let me know, because I never found any. Just kidding, they're raisins. <laughs> <laughs> Oregano. Oregano. <laughs> now remember when you give out raisins, you'd be like, oh, this isn't this no, isn't no. this isn't I don't candy. This. this is candy. I there's definitely there were a few people in my neighborhood who gave out fruit. There was there was an apple house and there was a banana house and Apple House. And apple house. I know. I know. The, the dent the dentist that's what this episode is sponsored by the Lazy Dental. <laughs> <laughs> Eat candy. Enjoy it. And pay the price, though. <laughs> That's our dentist on West Pashunk. <laughs> Billion dollar smiles. from. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually asked, I went to the dentist, I went to the Lazy Dental and asked for um, the uh, porcelain uh, caps, like like the rapper Takashi 6ix9ine. <laughs> And they told me I don't need them. They told me my teeth were, were perfect as they were. And they said I had a smile like Madonna. And I'll tell you the truth, no one's ever said that to me before. And uh, <laughs> What does that mean? I have a space between my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked it. I liked it. Oh, Madonna, not the Madonna. It's not like a religious reference. No, not, not, no, 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 not, uh, not Mona Lisa. Ma- not, yeah, no, okay. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was like a smile like Mona Lisa. I'm sorry, I should have said it like that. Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Madonna from Detroit. Oh, Madonna okay. from Detroit. Detroit Madonna. Oh, Dick Tracy Madonna. Dick Tracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember. Now I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I guess you do have a, she, she a hooked up Detroit with that Madonna. Boy Merman. <laughs> boy Merman. <laughs> you know, Madonna. <laughs> Madonna. I have a I have a Madonna uh like flag someone gave me years ago and what I'm is that? hanging on my <laughs> how, how hang, is it what's Oh it? I guess it's like a banner that has Madonna on it and I'm gonna hang it. Is it an my, illustration I'm or is it hanging on my wait. it's a picture of her, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna hang it on my ceiling and it's gonna be the first thing I first thing I see when I, last thing I see when I before I fall asleep the first thing I see. Which Madonna I, is it? It's like Which not, era? early nineties Madonna. Early nine like pointy so pointy got, bravo. Yeah, pointy bravo. Very Madonna. cool. Pointy yeah, iconic. Madonna. Cool. So uh today's podcast <laughs> is not about Madonna. 
Although I guess maybe it should be. But about I wish people gave out Madonnas for Halloween. <laughs> or Madonna CDs. I would have loved I would love that. <laughs> but they don't. They it's don't. candy. It's raisins. A bag full of like fourteen cents. Our office uh Halloween uh, group costume should be different eras of Madonna's. I got the I I got the wedding dress. I was I was in a Madonna cover band. <laughs> I would probably be cowgirl Madonna. I'm gonna be a league of her own Madonna. League of their own. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. I'm just I'm not really a music person. I'm more of a movie person. So I'm gonna all go the way Madonna's. May. Yeah, all the way. <laughs> all the way <laughs> May. Dude, what a great movie! What a great movie! I walked right into that. Let's one. not talk about candy. Let's talk about League of Their Own. <laughs> if you were a Madonna. Which Madonna would you be? Remember John Lovitz is in it? He's the, he's the, remember John Lovitz? Uh, no, no, today we're going to, we're going to cleanse our palates of all that horror stuff with something saccharine, despite Madonna? our, no, no, Madonna's not sweet. That's the horror. <laughs> despite our plain Quaker roots, Philadelphia has a big rotten sweet tooth. Uh, this city is the birthplace of classic Halloween treats like Good and Plenty's, Peanut Juice, and Candy Corn. So join us today for a good old-fashioned bellyache as we dig into this gooey goodies grab bag. I noticed in, in the... In Sponsored the by Delizy Dental. <laughs> what do they go? What are you guys getting? A free cleaning or something? No, I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to get the I'm trying to get the porcelain teeth like the Kashi 6 But they told you no. They refused you. I... <laughs> I just want one. I just want one. Just Every want time one I leave, thing. they give me a they give me a donut or a muffin or something with icing. They're, that's what, yeah, that's the keep the keep that's coming back. Is. No, that's a scam, dude. They're trying to get you to come back. That's like Alka Seltzer sponsoring those food competitions, you know? <laughs> no, that's like what, at the gym when they give out pizza. It's like I know what the deal is with this. I'm not stupid. <laughs> oh, like Planet Fitness? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they give out pizza. I just worked that bagels. off. I give it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys do you guys like any of the candies we're going to talk about today? Uh, Good and Plenty's peanut chews or candy corn? Do you have it? Did you know they were from Philly? No, no, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew um, peanut chews were because I see the well, on ninety five. You can see the factory. I knew that uh, peanut chews. Yeah, but I I was a candy corn. Did Zito just write this as a stretch to try to fit it into the story? To be honest, that's what I thought. No. <laughs> like, oh, Philadelphia, Mississippi, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any Philadelphia will technically, do. Technically, yeah. Technically. Anyone. Ohio. I noticed you spelled candy corn not with a K, though. Didn't you say it's, it was spelled with Ks? Well, there are different, as I came to learn, there are different manufacturers. There's one manufacturer of candy corn, but different distributors who bag it and package it differently under different uh. names. So uh, there's different. So you may have had candy corn with K's, but that was so that that brand could differentiate itself from every other candy corn on the market, which is essentially the same candy corn because it was made by the same people. Ah, I see. Selling the same product, but different. Yeah, they bag it up differently. That's what my grandma would say with, like, dollar store soda. It's like, oh, it's the same stuff. It's not the same, grandma. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. No, but the candy corn at the dollar but this store one is, is the same as but the candy corn, at, candy corn at the Acme, as the candy corn, you know, at a big time. To make it sound like completely like we're from, the, like, another time. When I was a little kid, there was corner stores that had dollar 
penny candies. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. like you can like go with a dollar and be like, "Give me a hundred now." Yeah. And I'm, yeah, and it's they like count them out and put them in a little bag for you, you know. And yes, it's definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and you know they're like I, this 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 goddamn kid. I got to count a hundred. You know, but they did it all the kids. time. That's just how it was, you know. There was a candy store, a literal candy store on the corner of. Um, 10th and Pierce when I was going to St. Nick's and every day when school let out, there would be a line around the around the block to get into the store for penny candy. Swedish like Fish was the big one back then. Swedish yeah, like Willy Wonka. Oh, of yeah. course, of course. There were yeah, like, those, like those wafers. They were almost like communion. Oh, that had the little candy little things inside. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Non-parels yeah. inside of them. Yeah. There was like there was just some weird candy that were always just kind of You know like, what candy sucks? I don't know if we sucks? ever talked about this. <laughs> those dots on the paper and you have to eat paper, you eat the paper to get it. What's the Why? point of that? Yeah, Some just people peel them off paper. the paper. Yeah. Just, no. I eat enough paper. Yeah, you. I paid you. You peel them off the paper and give them to me. That's the worst. What a bad candy that is. Are those from Philly? No, I didn't look those up, but probably. <laughs> probably. There's a lot of candy from Philly. There's a lot of candy from Philly. I remember my, my grandmom telling me that peanut shoes were made in Philly, that it was a Philly-made candy bar, and I felt like because it was in Philadelphia, I had to make an effort to like it. I had to make it like... <laughs> oh, I, I love them now. Yeah, like it, I have to love it because <laughs> I love, it's from Philadelphia. I love molasses. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> peanut shoes, we were, we were always made... To, like when I went to elementary school, that was like the fundraiser candy, and it was just like this horrible candy. Like, it was, and nothing's horrible, but like kids didn't hard for a like kid to chew. To like it, yeah, it's yeah. Not, yeah. It's like it's you want old. like wacky licorice like pops or, or something from it's another time. Candy. Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of old fashioned ten candy minutes. Still. Dark candy with 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 unground pe- non grounded peanuts. <laughs> I don't know. They're just not hard to comp- hard to compete in the nineties. That's all. I'm just saying. As an adult, I appreciate it. But. Oh, there were so many, there were so many great gummy bears in the nineties that you couldn't compare with that. Yeah, they're, they're competing with the the, the uh, non fructose corn syrup sensation yeah, of the nineties. Once you, you know? get ahead of that, you can't you can't turn that down. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Honestly, these were these none of these were on my list as a kid. I, I gained an appreciation for them as I got older. Um, not so much uh, the good and plenties though. I am not a fan I never of like those. I am not a fan of licorice and every no, year every either. year I get tricked by good and plenty as I think they're Mike and Ike's and I, I like <laughs> confuse them and I'm like I'm like, Oh I'll, yeah, I'll have one and it's like, No, this is not a fruit God damn it. This is not a fruit snack. This is a licorice dressed up in pink. That Mike, he screwed me again. <laughs> No, well, Mike and Ike's are good. Yeah, they're also uh, have a Philadelphia origin, um, but uh, I didn't find that out until I was at the end of my research for this episode. So maybe we'll save them for next year. There were so many candies I didn't realize were from Philadelphia. Uh, maybe we'll we'll dip into them next year. We'll dip into some more next year if people like this. Fine. If that's what you people <laughs> like. Candy we'll talk about here. candy again. Well, it gives me an excuse to go out and like buy a bunch of candy and be like, "It's research. It's research. Do I do I still like peanut shoes? It's juice? research. Just go away. To be a f- I just want us to be a, f- a f- traveling food show. Yeah, <laughs> a traveling candy see. show. We go and we taste yeah. everyone's local candies. Candies, yeah. <laughs> local pizzas, local anyway, candies. Yeah, but everyone gets um a fair review. Not like unless they pay us. Yeah, <laughs> unless they pay us. <laughs> Okay, so first up, we're going to talk about Good and Plenty's, uh, everyone's favorite licorice treat, right? Uh, the yep. candy is a, n- a narrow cylinder 
of sweet black licorice coated in hard candy shell to form a capsule shape. The pieces are colored bright pink and white and presented in a purple box or bag. Man, uh, you know what? I, now I'm thinking about it. These are probably my least favorite candy. I fucking hate these things. I don't say, like they, them specifically because I fall for it every time. I remember eating them as a kid, and I was like, this sucks. Like, no, I love no. candy, but this sucks. I'm not going to lie. I don't like them either. <laughs> I don't like licorice. My dad but does, I, though. We're getting controversial. We're talking about how much we don't like licorice. We give bad reviews. This is, this is in Philly Magazine. <laughs> we're, we're dropping truth bombs on good truth and plenty. Bombs. I don't like good and plenty. I don't like old-timey candies. This licorice candy's been riding too high for too long. <laughs> taking it down. Well, like I said, I, I like the theme I, song, though. I feel personally attacked by it because it, it presents itself like the Mike and Ikes, but it well, is not. Well, that's kind of all. I mean, if you fall for it once a year, yeah, at some that's, point, that's, that's your you. fault, dude. That's on you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, once is like, okay, that's on them because they have an end name. But, like, if you're 30 years into it and you can't it happens every that. time. It happens every time. Mike and Ikes are... are Certain candies are, are excitable, so I do understand. Uh, Good and Plenty was first, pr- first produced by the Quaker City Chocolate and Confectionery Company of Philadelphia in 1893 and is believed to be the oldest branded ca- uh, candy in the United States, so still in operation. Wow. Yeah, so there was branded candy before, but none that have lasted as long as Good and Plenty's. There you go. Old-timey. Because you can't get any old-timeier than that. Yes, learned the oldest candy. <laughs> Yeah. It tastes like it, too. <laughs> yes, it's definitely old-timey. It's like something that Mr. Burns would eat. It's uh, it's old-fashioned. I, 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 The more we talk about this, the more... I, 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 I hate this candy. <laughs> I actually, like... I, it disgusts me. You're getting red in the face. I did notice that. You're getting, like, hot under the collar. That's my high blood pressure. This is... <laughs> They look like uh, pill- don't they look like pills? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, this is the kind of candy when they talk about like your ch- children confuse these with pills, and yeah. they actually talk about good and plenty. There, yeah. they are what medicine. other candy? They do look like, like medicine. Because yeah. mm-hmm. pills taste better than this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anybody would rather have Robitussin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the uh, the licorice pills have been made for hundreds of years in different varieties and recipes by just about every country in Europe. So Good and Plenty was Quaker City Confectionery's version of a classic. Every candy maker had a spin on licorice at the time. Yeah. Similar to that this. was this was candy back in the day. Yeah. So even like you think about the black uh, jelly bean is licorice flavored. Like that's another spin oh. on this. You know what I mean? Yeah. These guys were like. You know what would be great is if every jelly bean in the box was black licorice. It was all black licorice. What if it was everyone's least favorite? Wouldn't flavor? people you love know how that? That's everybody's favorite. You know how everyone loves that one universally. <laughs> you know what, Mike and Ike's Mike and Ike's was the first one to uh, do where they it was called Red Rageous, where it was just a box of all the red flavors. It was like the five. Like pink and in red flavors, and they put yeah. them all in a box, and it was like, "This is genius. This is yeah, what everybody yeah. wants." Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody wants lemon. Get that out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get that lemon starburst out of here. Lemon starburst. Uh, put it right in the garbage disposal. There's a uh, all green MMs. They just put out um all green, um, all green lime skittles. It's just the lime skittles. I don't lime. know. Lime. I like the lime flavor. I, I, yeah, I, do you want a whole bag of them, though? 
I'll give it a shot. A lot of shot. Honestly, a lot of this candy, I think about what I like about them, but I always think like I can't eat too many of them. This is like a lot of this stuff is like I can eat like (laughs) I can only eat so many candy corn. I can only eat so many (laughs) of these sort of things. Do you do you do you remember that that time we uh, we dressed up? uh, we dressed up as uh, Ninja Turtles, and you were Shredder, and then you ate all that Laffy Taffy at that party. And what? You had to... We were we were like twenty five years Why old. Why are you bringing this up? Wait, that one happened. Drove away. He choked himself. I, I was oh, shitty yeah. Shredder. I didn't even bring this up. I was going to avoid this story. I, we went to a Halloween party, and I just I just really overdid it on Laffy Taffy. I don't know something about the song, something about the candies, it's banana flavored. As, as we. <laughs> So I explained to Beerman the other day. It was Big Mike flavored, rare banana. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I got sick. On, I, I, had, I got sick and I had to go leave. I had to leave. I sit in the car. I had to sit in the car. Dude, I was just... I was just... We, were, we were the Ninja Turtles and Tro was the Shredder, but then Shredder left. We were without our Shredder. So you guys won then? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, we defeated me. Shredder. Krang's going <laughs> to... Ah, <laughs> uh, these turtles spiked my Laffy Taffies. <laughs> <laughs> Those evil turtles. Yeah. Tonight I dine on Laffy Taffy, <laughs> Laffy Taffy <laughs> soup. <laughs> Love it. Look, oh, I'm a, I'm a person who overdoes it in everything. <laughs> I in every situation. That's all I know. Good and Plenty may have gone the way of thousands of Industrial Revolution-era candies were it not for family member Lester Roskam. In 1946, after serving as a counterintelligence officer in World War II, Roskam joined his family business. He realized the power of TV marketing and helped launch the Choo Choo Charlie advertising campaign in 1950. <laughs> what? You got, do you, you never that? seen the, Charlie you never seen engineer? it? Yeah. Yeah, Choo Choo Charlie? Yeah, yeah, yeah so Choo Choo... Choo Choo Charlie was a uh, a boy pretending to be a railroad engineer. He would shake a box of uh, the candy of the Good and Plenties in his hand in a circular motion, imitating the train's push rod and making a sound like a train. Advertising executive Russ Albin, who wrote the Choo Choo Charlie jingle, based it on popular song The Ballad of Casey Jones. So he, he just changed the words to The Ballad of Casey Jones. Pretty How much. does it go? <clears throat> Like, uh, like Choo Choo Charlie was an engineer, <laughs> something like it's like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. Once upon a time there was an engineer. Choo Choo Charlie was his name. We hear he had an engine and he sure had fun. He's good and plenty candy to make the train run. Charlie says, "Love my good and plenty." Charlie says, "Really rings the bell." Charlie says. They're just they're among the first ads. (laughs) Yeah, it's just among the first mascot, the phone among the first mass advertisements to be, uh, you know, repeated uh, over and over again on on the handful of channels there were to watch and uh, very successful, reinvigorated the brand, kept uh, these little licorice pills on the market. (laughs) Licorice pills. (laughs) It's like the Matrix. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) A pink one or a white one. Yeah. Yeah. It's neither. I'm walking away. (laughs) 
Uh, Warner Lambert purchased Quaker City Confectionery in 1973, and it sold to Leaf Candy Company, owned by Beatrice Foods in 1982. It is now produced by Hershey Foods, which purchased Leaf North America in 1996. Uh, like I said, honestly, I prefer Mike and Ike's, also from Pennsylvania. So we'll get into those next year. Yeah, I do appreciate. I did look <laughs> up a bunch of the old boxes and stuff, and uh, I do like the iconography of the Mike and Ike, if not the flavor. It does have a classic old candy box that they have kept, uh, and uh, it, it even it still looks like old candy on the shelf. It's a great name. It just doesn't fit this candy because there's they're. They're not good, but there are plenty. They are plentiful. <laughs> too many. That's all that's left. It's too many. <clears throat> every uh, every Halloween, uh, I definitely have a bunch of these left at the bottom of the bag. Uh, from your from your trick or treating. Yeah. When you trick or treat. Yeah. What do you dress up as? When I was. What do you dress up as this year? No, this year. Oh, this year I got a skeleton costume, like the Karate Kid bad guys wears wear the skeleton costumes. I got one of those. What about you? You mean Cobra Kai? You could say Cobra Kai. People know. Yeah, I'm going as a Cobra. I'm going as I'm going as a skeleton, like the guys from Cobra Kai, who I guess I think are pretty cool. Just because you hate Danny Larusso doesn't mean that the guys from Cobra Kai are cool. I think I think it might. (laughs) (laughs) I think it might. I have I have uh, a couple of rules for for Halloween costumes. Uh, no props because you don't want to be stuck carrying anything around. It's got to be comfortable. So sometimes, most times, I go with these uh, p- zip-up pajama costumes, like like be a Pikachu or a unicorn or a skunk or something. Like that is very comfortable. A giant baby. Yeah, and you got to be able to you got to be able to go to the bathroom in it. You got to be uh-huh. so you got to be able to take off your giant baby Again, costume giant and go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you don't. If it's a giant baby, I guess that's you just yeah, that's, that's true. What, what do you yeah? You that's just go anywhere. People go, wow, that guy's really authentic. There's advantages, you know. Do, are, do you guys have your Halloween costumes planned, picked out? No, yeah, no, no. no. I'm an adult, so no. Oh. Okay. Set them. <laughs> I'll let you know if I find any of those houses where they're giving out drugs. <laughs> Come to my house. It's like the- dress up as a big skunk. I'll be giving out candy. <laughs> I told you this year I'm a skeleton. Oh, I forgot. Okay, you're John Ethwistle, right? Yeah, you're John Ethwistle. <laughs> carry a base. Mm-hmm. No props. No. No props, no, this, dude. You don't but this carry, one, a, carry but a, a just a base. Carry a bass. Like a fish. Yeah, carry a bass. Billy Bass. Billy Mouth Bass. And he sings who songs. But B sides. B sides. Yeah, yeah. Like Happy Jack, Pic- right? Pictures of Lily, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, next up on our Who podcast. Uh, next up, we're talking about the original Snickers bar, Peanut Chews. <laughs> the, the Cadillac of... of, of the Ford of Chevy. SUV. Yeah, the Chevys. The Cadillac of Chevys. Of as, uh, the original I Snickers guess, bar. Uh, I guess... Well, it doesn't have nougat, though. No, it has caramel instead, right? Or molasses. It has molasses instead of... Instead of nougat. I don't, I, do you like the milk chocolate or dark chocolate? better i like the milk chocolate ones like but the dark chocolate, chocolate are the gla- classic ones i'm always gonna go for dark chocolate if i can get it i know trove does not enjoy the dark chocolate no no thanks the the milk chocolate has like the red on the uh yeah the candy the, pack- or the packaging yeah great packaging very iconic yeah. also an old-fashioned candy uh it's brown the the, the it's <laughs> with with big splashes of the red and the blue it's uh 
classic. And uh, you know, were you? We're, we're fanatics about UPCs behind the scenes over here at, at South Fellini. Uh, that's true. And <laughs> their UPC is like the skyline. Very cool. Very, yeah. Very cool. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They uh, they messed with their um, their code. Check it out. And when some of the people like always posted on the uh, the UPC subreddit. <laughs> Where you are a mod. I'm the mod. Yeah. I'm definitely not the mod. <laughs> it's too stressful. I'm always, yeah, I'm always, my posts are always getting deleted. They're like, this is a QR code. Get it out of here. <laughs> too spammy. This, it's, get, it's UPC one, not UPC three. <laughs> you noob. You noob. You poser. It's the skip number. Uh, peanut chews are a family of candy bar manufactured by Just Born. Uh, they consist of peanuts and molasses. Just Born, does Just Born make, um, do they also make? Uh, they make peeps. Um, Is that what peeps, you're thinking? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, just yeah. born make peeps. Uh, they consist of uh, peanuts and molasses covered in chocolatey coating, uh, available in original dark chocolate flavor and milk chocolate coatings. Uh, the bars are small, similar to fun size or Halloween size bars. So even though it comes in a candy that's size bar package, they're like, bit. yeah, because then you have a little bit at a time. That's that's a smart innovation. Then you just get like one bite at a time. You can. Eat it at your leisure. Because molasses, you, you, you got to chew it for slow. A, it's slow. A long time. Yeah. As they say. <clears throat> molasses. Peanut chews were developed uh, and uh, during most of their history, manufactured by Goldenberg Candy Company, which uh, was founded by a Romanian immigrant, David Goldenberg, in 1890. Peanut chews were first introduced in 1970, 1917. The candies were originally developed for use by the U.S. military as a ration bar during World War I. The high-energy, high-protein recipe and unique taste made it popular with the troops. Wow. That's how bad war was. That's they were like, oh, my God, this is the best. <laughs> how dare you? Uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting how many, uh, like, again, with the single serving, uh, the, the idea that, like, you know, you can roll it back up and put it in your pocket and... Uh, it's a very uh, common theme of of war equipment, uh, the single serving. I know like big pens and razors that that comes from the war as well, and, and being able to dispose of them when you're done. Candy you don't have to share. Just this is me. my candy. This is for me. In 1921, Harry Goldenberg introduced the first wrapped peanut chews candy for retail sale uh, in the United States. In the 1930s, the candy was converted from full size bars into the small individual pieces. In 1949, Harry and Sylvia Goldenberg, second generation, purchased the Peanut Chews division of D. Goldenberg, Inc. to focus solely on the production of Peanut Chew candies. So they bought the whole candy company just to make Peanut Chews. In 2003, Just Born, Inc., a Bethlehem, Pennsylvania-based candy company, purchased the Peanut Chews brand and the Northeast Philadelphia Manufacturing Facility, where they still make Peanut Chews today. That's the one you can see from 95. Yeah. Can you take a tour? Should so. we take a tour? We can, We probably can. <laughs> After this episode comes out, we're going to get free ones. Yeah. It's like Willy Wonka's. You fall into a river of molasses and drown. That's. <laughs> yeah. It's like quicksand. <laughs> these boys were these boys were greedy. <laughs> 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 like greedy for molasses. <laughs> Some vegans are fond of the original flavor, which contains no milk or egg products, as would be typical of most dark chocolates and some caramel candies. 
Just Born made changes in both the formula and the packaging of the candy and attempted to expand its market uh, beyond the mid-Atlantic states. After realizing that the product was losing ground in its core market, roughly from Baltimore to New York, the company decided to restore the original recipe and packaging. So they, they tried kinda, to make it too sexy. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's kind of like a I new hate Coke the situation. New they tried yeah. to make it too sexy. They, they changed it so they could bring back the old one. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, you think it's a you think it's a big scam? I think it's like a new Coke situation. They changed well, that, it, new owner. They changed yeah, they, it, and then they yeah, changed but they it didn't back. do that on purpose, though. Yeah, yeah, they introduced the corn syrup to to, to Cokes. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was taking out the cocaine of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The government did it. <laughs> so, uh, peanut chews back to their old classic flavor. They're back, baby. <laughs> back to its old timey flavor. Get yourself a celery soda, peanut chew. Yep. <laughs> Onion on your belt. <laughs> Look out, Grandma. <laughs> Do that new dance to Charleston. Yeah. <laughs> Butterscotch. What a flavor. This new show called Matlock. <laughs> okay, uh, finally, uh, we're tackling maybe the most contentious confection of all, candy corn. Heavy hitter. Heavy yeah. hitter. Wow. Uh, is How many people do you think, listen, percentage like candy corn? I think it might be a 50-50 thing. No way it's 50-50. I, I, it's think, like I think the haters of candy corn are just the loudest. They're like... But it's like, univer- It's like so bad. It's like universal. I, I've come back to it. I've come back. They sell millions of dollars of it every year. It's got to be at least How? 50% of candy eaters. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, it's nostalgia. Mostly nostalgia, I guess. It, eating it makes me feel like it is exactly the same as it tasted like when I was a kid. And you, it only, definitely, and you wouldn't eat it out of season, although my, my wife would disagree. She says every season's... Uh, a candy corn season it just depends on what kind of corn. It's a Christmas and Easter version of it. Yeah, I have they, only they eaten it in October. It. I've only eaten it in October. Wait, and really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into it, but we'll yeah, they expanded. We'll it. Yeah, but I can only eat it this month. I can only eat it a little bit at a time. Um, but I really like the pumpkins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The pumpkin version of the candy corns. The pumpkins pulled me back into it. Oh. I don't know. Does it taste different? No, it's like exactly the, the same. It's exactly the same. But the shape of it is more fun. I don't know. I could. I can only. I can't eat more than. four. Four, but <laughs> I think I like. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's like story. how an Australian person eats Vegemite or something. You know, like, uh, like <laughs> it tastes terrible, but they eat it. Or like English people eat like that brown sauce or whatever. Pennsylvanians must eat candy corn. Eat candy we corn. Here. Yeah, mm. you're born here. I, I similarly, I think something that turned me off to candy corn was eating too much of it as a kid and uh, getting. Yeah, and getting it in my teeth and getting sick off of it. And the name candy corn implies that you sh- you should just be able to eat a ton of it, like a kernel of corn, and it should and just like, be... You should be able to eat as much of regular corn no as you can. doesn't imply that. <laughs> How much regular corn do you eat? <laughs> well, like a big corn on the cob. It's a like ton a of corn, of, you know? like corns. I want a so cob's you, worth of candy you, you corn. Want a co- you want a candy corn on a cob? Yeah, that's what I was. That's what oh, I'm thinking. And not disgusting. one of those half Johns either. I want the that full thing. So I want a whole corn. year. That would be too much. Yeah, that's you put poor you butter on You eat that at it. a that's barbecue, disgusting. don't you? You have that much corn at a barbecue. It's flying all over. It's <laughs> first flying off, all get, over. First off, you know that I get most of it on my face <laughs> and drop most of it on the ground. So let's, let's get a bib on. 
know that. No, I'm very precision. I'm I'm precision on my corner of the cob. I get that shit two rows at a time, like a rabbit. You're like the the, the old timey, <laughs> yeah. The uh, and it goes ting, and they and yeah, like, like, a, like, typewriter. A, like a typewriter, like Much in cartoons, like, and they move it back. I I don't know how you eat corn, but that's how I was taught to eat corn. <laughs> like a cartoon pigeon. Like a cartoon pigeon. <laughs> Well, I think uh, I, I am seeing why you feel this way about candy corn. Well, I, and like I said, I, I, I so I, I maybe ate too much of it, but also I, I will pop if I see the the pumpkins. I don't have the same psychological connection, so I'll just like pop one in my mouth. I can, I can just eat one. I can just eat one of those. Yeah, you know, I still eat laffy taffy. Like, I don't know, I just get over. <laughs> <all right? laughs> they got jokes on them. Shake your laffy taffy. I can eat one right now. I can. <laughs> <laughs> Laffy Daffy, I love Laffy Daffy. Are they from Philly? Let's just say they are. I don't are. know. It doesn't. <laughs> Biggest fan is from South Philly. There is um, uh, Nerds. I was reading about Nerds candy corn. That has the same texture of candy corn, but it tastes like Nerds, but I can't find them anywhere. Oh, that doesn't. I don't know if that. They're new. Of course, I'll try, try it. it but I that like sounds... Nerds. Sounds like an abomination against nature. But I don't like candy corn. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Candy corn has a reputation for polarizing responses, with articles referring to it as Halloween's most contentious sweet uh, that people either love or hate. Um, originally, what about brains? It's like the Valentine hearts. What did you say? <laughs> what? what about brains? What about brains? <laughs> Zombies eat brains. That's not more controversial? <laughs> that's. <laughs> I guess that's a good point. I guess it's a good point. He's got a good point. He's got a point there. But what about you ever try brains, though? Yeah. It's pretty good. I get it. I wouldn't eat it every day, but. <laughs> well, that's what, some of these things, you can only eat a little bit at a time, you know? Yeah, like brains. Like brains. That's true. Like, like brains. You don't want to eat it like corn on the cob. That's how brains are like uh, the candy corn for zombies. They're just like, it's too much. It's a lot. <laughs> it's dense. It's a lot of fat. Brains are probably high protein. Yeah, it's not fat. I guess some brains. It depends on the brain. <laughs> uh, candy corn was originally known as chicken feed uh, when it went into production starting in the late 1880s. Chicken feed. Yeah. So it was all produced in the 1880s, is what you're saying. Uh, yep, and, and they're eat, still and we, putting... And we still, still eat off of that. Still. It's, it's the same ones. They made it back then, and it's still the same ones that are... that. That you eat are that old. It's just been sitting around. No expiration date. They last That's, forever. And they'll pay you half if you return your old ones. <laughs> it's just the white part. <laughs> <laughs> the ends. I don't like. I don't like it's the like, ends. The like cans, you know. Or <laughs> I like the middle part. I don't like the ends though. <laughs> I cut them out. I cut it out. I cut it. <laughs> Chicken feed was first invented at uh, Wonderlay Candy Company by the employee George Renninger. Later, the Golitz Confectionery Company, now called Jellyberry, Jelly Belly, began manufacturing the product in 1898. So since 1898, Jelly Belly has been making these. <clears throat> wow. Yep. Damn, I didn't realize all these companies were this old. Yeah. Uh, along with uh, other agricultural-inspired treats at the time uh, in the late 19th century, America's confectioners sought to market candy corn to a largely rural society. 
Uh, during the late 1800s, buttercream candies molded into many types of uh, nature-inspired shapes, including chestnuts, turnips, and clover leaves, were quite popular. But uh, what mm. made candy corn stand out was its bright, iconic tricolor layering. It is iconic. It's iconic. Like, yep. Yeah. Like baby ba- babies dress up like it for for Halloween. That's how iconic it is. I have a candy corn shirt. It's just candy corn colored. Yeah. I uh, maybe I'll wear it this weekend. Right. It wasn't marketed as candy corn, but you know, it just it's candy is candy corn. corn yeah. yeah. I also think that some of these shapes uh, that I had looked up, like the clover and the and the turnips, I think they might have been more brittle and easier to break. And the chicken feed is small and triangular, and so it looks like what it's supposed to look like, even when you uh, uh, are pulling it out of these molds. Mm-hmm. It's uh, more durable. Hmm. How do they get it to have the colors? They just pour in three different uh, colored. It's colors. the same. It, yeah, they just pour it in in three different sets, um, in three different drips or whatever. But uh, it's the same flavoring. Each section doesn't have its own flavoring. So it's despite Beerman saying that the middle flavor, middle one is the best flavor. I assumed he no, was talking like how well, oh, PB and J taste better without crust. Like the, it's there's a chocolate one, one though. I only like the yellow. The chocolate one, the brown ones have a different. They have like a like a chocolate tinge to them. They have different flavors for the seasonal. They they add a little something extra for the seasonal ones, but they're all still the same flavor. Same like, flavor. It's not like the butt, the brown part tastes like uh, that. Okay, never mind. Although it's currently most popular in the fall, candy corn was not always associated with the fall in uh, or the Halloween season. For the first half of the 20th century, candy corn was a well-known penny candy or bulk confectionery, and it was advertised as an affordable and popular treat that could be eaten year-round. That's so, what I'm saying. When we talk about penny candy, we sound like we're from like the 40s. Like FDR gave me a nickel, and I bought... <laughs> Uh, I bought five le- five good and plenty. Five, five lemon drops, and, and I gave them to my to my five I brothers split them and among sisters. my chums. Yeah, yeah. My, my schoolyard chums. And I roll I <laughs> rolled a circle with a stick down the street back to my house. <laughs> yeah, I rode I rode my bike to my friend John's house. It's the giant wheel. Bike. Yeah, yeah, it's the big yeah, the wheel old bike. timey. Mm-hmm. Uh... John, John, come see. I, 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 I... He was flying a kite. <laughs> <laughs> he had like pantaloons on <laughs> and like and like one of those old little bow ties like a dutch boy yep <laughs> like <a little> yep <laughs> yep and I, we were, we were like both little, dressed like little lord little Fauntleroy. Lord Fauntleroy. <laughs> <laughs> uh. my giant lolly <laughs> 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 it's not that far off from the truth. It's not that far off from the truth. Candy corn developed into a fall and Halloween staple around the 1950s when people began to hand out individually wrapped candy to trick-or-treaters. The harvest-themed colors and increased advertising in the month of October also helped candy corn become a fall staple. And you can't put razor blades in them. To, you know, like, can't hide uh, anything in can't them. Can't hide yeah. them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, a, that's a con. of. Uh, that's one of the cons. It's... <laughs> Um, I mentioned this last year around Halloween. There's a great episode of um, uh, Stuff I Missed in History Class about the history of uh, Halloween and uh, how it became associated with trick-or-treating and candy, how the Day of the Dead become uh, connected with candy. Uh, It's really interesting. Eisenhower's uh, wife? 
It's yeah, and and it was a combination of a couple of days. Uh, there was like a there was like a candy day, and there was a there was a, a day where people dressed up in costumes. And if you're into this stuff, you should definitely look it up. It's really cool. All right, I'll look hmm. it up. Uh, here's a better podcast. To here's a better, <laughs> a more certainly a more informative one. <laughs> Don't tell people there's better podcasts. It's not funnier. It's definitely more informative. No, no, we gotta we gotta trick people into thinking we're the only podcast that's, yeah. that that is out. You're not gonna get that laffy taffy story on stuff you missed in history class. <laughs> that's that's th- those are tidbits you can only get here on Legends of Philadelphia. <laughs> they get that. Um. So uh, candy corn was so popular in 1950, a kettle lined with beeswax caught fire at the Midland Park Confectionery. Flames devoured the block-long building as 2,000 pounds of candy corn were lost in the inferno of smoke and sugar. Even the f- reason why it caught on fire is old-timey. Yeah. <laughs> a kettle, kettle lined, lined with, with beeswax. beeswax. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the oldest a ba- thing I've ever A heard. barrel of goose feathers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this factory was one of Jelly Belly's... Uh, uh, manufacturers at the time and uh, it was one of their largest manufacturers of candy corn uh, the fire left retailers in new jersey new york and pennsylvania scrambling to find precious kernels of candy corn for the upcoming holiday uh, the meltdown is unparalleled as a harvest candy mishap with multi-state consequences according to several confectionery experts this was was the worst candy disaster of all time the candy shortage of all time wow, wow. outside i guess of rationing yeah there were riots in the streets. People were like, "I, I need candy corn, just a kernel. I'll do anything." It was, uh, it was such a big deal, and people lost so much money over it that the manufacturer reimbursed its, uh, its uh, vendors for the money they would have made on the candy that they had ordered but didn't receive. Wow. So Damn. yeah, so in order to keep their customers and keep everybody happy, it was such a big deal, and candy corn makes so much money anyway that they were like. We got to keep these guys happy and in business, and they paid them all anyway. It was that big a deal. It was like it hurt their businesses that bad. The candy corn riots of 1950. That's the uh, that, that's our episode title. <laughs> <laughs> there were no riots though. We we're just making that up. I mean, it was a shortage. The candy corn shortage. Yeah, riot shortage is the same thing. <laughs> it's depending how you you felt about it and what you were doing that day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, while Jelly Belly still makes candy corn, the largest manufacturer of candy corn is Brock's Confectionery, owned by the Ferrera Candy Company. Brock's makes approximately 7 billion pieces of candy corn per year and possesses 85% of the total share of candy corn uh, industry during the Halloween season, but they make it all year round. Wow. They got a, they got a stranglehold on candy corn. How do they spell it? Uh, I think maybe Brax is the one that's uh, with the K. The Captain Beefheart song spells it with a K. That's a good tip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the th- every week I put the song that relates the to Captain the episode. Beefheart. That'll be this week's. I'm just if you're on Instagram, you're hit me on Instagram. I'm trying to get more Instagram. It's Brian Dot because there's another Brian Beerman. That other Brian. <laughs> just, this is the other Johnny Zito. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm stealing all his likes. Yep. Uh for Thanksgiving, uh the uh the candy corn is uh known as harvest corn, which is brown, orange, and white. The brown section is chocolate flavored. Those uh, are the Christmas best ones. Sp- <clears throat> yeah, they are. 
Uh, Christmas-inspired reindeer corn has the classic vanilla flavor of traditional candy corn, but comes with a green, white, and red colorway. Cupid oh, corn wow. is pink, red, and white for Valentine's Day. And for Easter, uh, load up on bunny corn, which that comes in a variety of pastel colors. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like drugs. Cupid corn, bunny corn. Bunny corn sounds like bunny poop. It sounds like you're eating bunny droppings. It, like, it, it does like sound like thing. that. It does sound like Yeah, I'm not that. into no, that you. one. No, thank you. Uh, corn sounds like an STD. Uh, and uh, <laughs> reindeer corn again. STD. STD. <laughs> Yeah, all these candies stank. <laughs> no, I got... That's what, um, because we feature you on Legends of Philadelphia, it doesn't yeah, it mean doesn't it's an mean, endorsement. It doesn't this mean it's a good thing. It's not a puff piece. It's not a puff piece. This is, We're not this here to make friends. This isn't Philly Weekly, all right? Yeah. Maybe next time we'll, well do some good I Philly candy. Know. They're not... They're not uh... <laughs> it definitely isn't. <laughs> the Philly voice. Uh, no, like I said, I, 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 yeah, I can't vouch for any of these candies on a personal level. I will eat them. I will eat all of these in the coming days as we get closer to Halloween. But uh, it, it'll be with with begrudging uh, reluctance. Reluctance. You're gonna be scarfing these off. What are you kidding me? Spitting out a. a, a You're not gonna feel bad about it. Spitting out a jelly or Mike and Ike. No, this is a good and plenty. No. There's some pumpkins in front of you. So you change your tune. Yeah. We'll see he's doing the monster mash after eating some pumpkins. <laughs> so we were going to do, <laughs> Zeta, you said you were going to do this episode um, on, on November 1st, which is the best. That's the day where you buy all the candy that didn't sell for half price. That's the that's right. the real holiday. That's the holiday. Yeah, we're we're doing this episode a week early. It's not coming out on November 1st. Because we did too many murders in a row. Uh, I just we just couldn't do another <laughs> And we guess what? They're like the, they were like the most popular days of if you look at the stats, oh, yeah. yeah. So that's what But I had more it's fun hey, man, it's, it's shitting on candy. Candy. I did too. I, I definitely. I, I'm actually probably gonna go out and and buy some mm. candy corn, even though I don't want it. I'm probably gonna buy some too much and uh, rot rot my teeth. Have to call Delisi Dental. Delisi would you Dent. give that out for uh, for Halloween? Would you give that out, or would you know that you would your house would get egged? No, I would never give out candy <laughs> corn. That's uh, that's. <laughs> You want to be the house that gives out the whole the whole bars, you know? The you whole like, bars. Here's yeah, the whole Hershey bar, kid. Yeah, that's a crime. Because those are like legendary houses. Mm -hmm. No, I give out I give out whole boxes of Whitman samplers. I don't even. I don't fuck <laughs> oh around. wow! I don't fuck around. Wow. Two layers. <laughs> Two layers. Big don't you get big boxes, not little ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a I have a a Tony T's True Hollywood story that is related to this. Um, years ago, uh, I PA'd on a traveling food show that came to Philadelphia, and they went to Shane's Confectionery before they were open, when they were just the ice cream place. Um, what's it called? Uh, Franklin Fountain. Franklin. And uh, they, the, the, the guys who own it, they were like, we just bought all these vintage uh, uh, candy molds from this like old Dutch person. And they bought all these like... Like the, these molds are shaped like all different things, and I guess they've been making these German style hard candy things years ago. Uh, 
back in Pennsylvania. So they had, like, they bought this collection. Um, they were they were showing them off on this food show. The food show was um, Paula Dean's sons. So if you remember, remember when she got, oh, you remember the, wow. the you remember the, remember her, her, they were having that they were gonna have like a racist wedding. These were the people who they, yeah. <laughs> this, they yes. their food show came to oh. Philadelphia, and I got to work on that. This okay. was before that came out. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So the episode came. The episode came out. It came to Philly. The episode came to Philly, and they, they did a bunch of things in Philly. They went there. They went to um, a cheesesteak place. Um, they went to like, the place that made the other candy that looks like little um, ladybugs and, and 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 bees. I guess we could have talked about them. Um, but we went to Shane. There was a bunch of candy. Yeah, yeah, and we went. To, we went to Franklin Fountain, and uh, and then years later, I actually worked as a you know historical restor- restoration. We did the we did the refront of. Um, Shane's confectionery, and when they opened, and they used all those molds. So I saw it, and it's like early phase. And then later, uh saw them reopen that place, and uh that was quite a quite a project taking fixing that place back up. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yes. They still use the old molds to make the candy. That's I think we go there. You see these things, like, and they're like it's like a horse, uh like like a like all weird but general things, you know, that these like candies are are made out of, you know. <laughs> I don't know what else. That's awesome. Horse. I, I bring up horses every episode now. That's your thing. Yes. People know that about you. Yes. Old production stories, wood restoration, and uh, and horses. If you also find this interesting, oh. you can check out my other podcast, Wood, Horses, horses. And, and Candy. And <laughs> <laughs> True Hollywood. True Hollywood stories. I want to be on it. All right. Yeah, that sounds, uh, that sounds awesome. Uh, okay. Uh, that's. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to add to candy corn or or good and plenty's or peanut juice? Candy corn is the uh, spider rico of candies. Candy corn is the spider rico of candies. Okay. okay. What should I give out? Uh, the listeners can a- answer me. What should I give out for Halloween? Because I didn't buy candy yet. I don't know what to give out. Uh, well, actually, uh, was it October thirtieth on Patrick Avenue? We're going to be giving out things at the store so candy are we giving out candy i have a lot of um like little i have little unicorns and little army people uh i have a lot of i have a lot of non-sugar things oh and ring pops so yeah ring pops. <laughs> sponsored by the lazy dental i like to wear one on each finger one on each finger uh, and, and, and yeah like billion dollar <laughs> smile <laughs> pop, 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 pop. yep yeah <laughs> yep Okay, that's pretty much all there is to know about Good and Plenty's Peanut Chews and Candy Corn. Please check out our website, www.southfellini.com, for cool Philly-inspired merch. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We're at South Fellini everywhere. Follow along and join in the conversation. We want to hear from you. Uh, what uh, candy should Beerman give out for Halloween? What should Trove be for Halloween? Uh, leave a comment in the uh, Instagram. Let us know. Uh, look out for new episodes of the podcast every Monday. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Uh, get a vaccine and wear a mask. Goodbye.